0: Your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's On Tap with Sandy Max. A deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max.
1: Happy Friday! How you doing? I'm Sandy Max. I'm a little sparkly tonight. If you uh, put the YouTube channel on WTMJ.com, I'm wearing a black sequin jacket. Big red lipstick, almost Taylor Swift red lipstick, I would say. Uh, I was part of Milwaukee PBS this morning. Uh, We taped a great circus parade documentary that I'm excited to share with you. That'll be coming out later this month, I'll tell you that. But, uh, you know, sometimes you've seen me in a baseball cap. It's kind of the beauty of radio. I don't always look this dolled up, but uh, hey, it's Friday night and you are here on What's on Tap. You get to hear and experience culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and beyond. And on the show tonight, we wish break a leg to a lot of local performances and Black History Month continues. You can celebrate the 100th birthday of a Milwaukee woman who left an influential legacy. She's even got a street named after her here in Milwaukee and get a brief introduction to the artist-in-residence at St. Kate the Arts Hotel, Anwar Floyd Pruitt, and a number 1 Grammy-nominated R&B song by a Milwaukee musical artist to end the show tonight. But first, talking about Friday, who is having fish fry tonight? Let me know. WTMJ Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. We talk about culture and creativity on What's On Tap, and a true part of Wisconsin culture is the fish fry. The beginnings of this local tradition can be traced back to the Polish immigrants who lived on Jones Island in the 1800s in Milwaukee right when it was getting its start. Local historian John Gerda has a great documentary on Milwaukee PBS about Jones Island, and part of it focuses on the Friday fish fry beginning right there on the water where obviously a lot of fishing was done. The Kashubes are the name of the immigrants from northwest Poland who settled there in a really poor part of town at that time. And I do remember one of the taverns on Jones Island was called Cannibal's Rendezvous. Sounds like it was a dangerous place to hang out. But they probably had a fierce fish fry. So what is one of your favorite places to get fish fry on a Friday night? I know uh, Irv's Mug in Oak Creek is a favorite of mine. Uh, The packing house, the takeaway, when you get in the drive-thru by the airport, they do it fast. It's really good. Uh, I do remember being surprised at how hearty The portion at Miller Time Pub downtown in the Milwaukee Hilton. That's a good one. Fox and Hounds in Hubertus. And I also hear good things in Brown County about Redwood Inn in Bellevue. Those are some of the suggestions I have. And now we have, what, seven Fridays before Easter. So you can get your your cod, your haddock, your rye bread with butter. preferably kind of salted rye bread. I'm a big fan, also a big fan of the potato pancakes. I do not need the applesauce, but I don't mind the applesauce. But the coleslaw on the side, I always give it to someone else at the table. Just not really a big coleslaw Fan, But uh, bring on that fish on a Fish Fry Friday. Glad to have uh, your suggestions on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. 414 checking in. My sister and I just had Culver's Fish Fry tonight. And I'm with producer Evan. You have a favorite in Racine?
2: Yep, Joey's Yardarm in Racine. Uh, The fish is great. And then the environment itself is kind of... Like you're in a bolt-type setting and environment. Ahoy! Yeah, it fits (laughs) fish and the environment. And then
1: even if you're not a big fish fan, they have great food all around. That sounds good. I appreciate the recommendation. Joey's Yard House? Yard Arm. Yard Arm. Ahoy. That's the thing that I really like about Friday Fish Fry, too, is the bustle of it. The hustle and bustle. whole lot of people there. Got a little time to put your elbow up on the bar and uh, maybe sip a beer, visit with some neighbors. Uh, 414, check it in with Michelangelo's Pizza has a great fish fry in Franklin. I would not have expected that. I see you nodding, Evan. Have you had?
2: (laughs) No, I just, Michelangelo, you're thinking pizza, and they got a good fish fry, too? Okay, I might have to check that out.
1: curveball, yeah, I like that. The WTMJ Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Taking your suggestions on where the best Friday fish fry is, or at least one of your favorites in Wisconsin. 855-616-1620. Check in with us on What's On Tap. I am Sandy Max. Thought we might have a funny fish fry Friday song, but we're talking about fish fries, and it is one of the ultimate Wisconsin traditions. And this is the first Friday fish fry of the Lenten season, and we all have our favorites. And we have seven Fridays to visit the regular comfortable spots and to adventure to new restaurants and bars to taste the cod or whatever whitefish floats your boat. And as we go to uh, the WTMJ Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, love to know your favorites. And we have James on the south side. Is there a south side favorite of yours?
3: Well, yes, you can go to any of the culverts there uh, with the walleye. You can uh, get the sandwich or you can get the different uh, pizza meals and stuff like that. That's only uh, served uh, through uh, let uh, that Culver's does that, but they don't brag about that on TV. (laughs)
1: Thank Uh, you, James. I appreciate it, because we got uh, 414-224 texted in that sister and they had just had uh, Culver's fish fry tonight. Again, the funny Michelangelo's Pizza in Franklin has a great fish fry, according to 414. Uh, Got a suggestion from 608 that the Buckhorn Supper Club in Milton serves up a good Friday fish fry. Also... David Allen Allen's in McGuanago from 314, known for great barbecue. That's what I was gonna say, but also have an amazing fish fry. I like these kind of left turn at Albuquerque suggestions. Uh also 414 Benny's on South 17th Street, right by Stein's Garden and Gifts. Not only delicious, has the best prices, and very generous helpings, because we always like a we like a budget. We like a good uh a good value for what we are what we're getting also the cruise inn in tishigan according to 262 uh, bunkers in Wausau has a great fish fry according to 414 i like these suggestions and like i said i think there's something very comfortable about going to a fish fry. And you tend to go to your favorite places because you know exactly what you're going to get, the potato pancakes, the way you like them, or the the right serving. But I do think it can be good to get out an adventure. And uh, visited with Teresa Nemitz. She is the founder and chief experience officer of Milwaukee Food and City Tours. And they do something really fun at this Lenten season. And they actually have a... Fish Fry Friday Tour, not only for dinner, but also for lunch. And uh, they they kind of kick it in.
3: At Milwaukee Food and Sea Tours, we take it up a notch or two or three because we go to three different stops for fish fry in a night, as well as, of course, have some custard. And we stop for a visit to a church. And, you know, Milwaukee, it was built on really three things, right? Faith, beer, and fish. And so on the tour, we're telling the story of Milwaukee and the fish fry. You know, a lot of times we get into those old habits and we just go to the place that we know and we think of for our favorite fish fry. But this tour lets you kind of discover some new places.
1: I like that idea a a whole lot. And I like because it's a great way to learn about your own city and it gets you out of that comfort zone i took a tacos and tequila tour with uh, milwaukee food and city tours and it really was great to get around to different neighborhoods at mexican restaurants that maybe you'd driven by but never really stopped at so i i like that as a good experience and uh, teresa mentioned that they stop at a church so i was curious and i asked her Which one?
3: St. Constantine and Helen, which is a Greek Orthodox Church in Wavatosa. and they just give us a great tour, and they also have just a really fantastic fish fry. You know, it's more than just fish. It's about faith, it's about Milwaukee, and and kind of telling that story.
1: It's a wonderful way to learn about the history of the city, whether we've been here for a really long time and grew up here, or we talk about people who are new to the city. It's a great way to discover and get excited about the history of and the the lore of milwaukee
3: we like to take people sometimes to places on that fish fry tour where you know maybe they didn't think of being able to go for example the harley davidson museum uh, they have a great restaurant there and just a really fantastic fish fry i know a lot of people always think of the old turner hall for their fish fry favorites now they have turning tables there and so being able to go there and then of course to end with frozen custard at kids frozen custard if anyone wants to get those tickets, you can buy those tickets at com. It's always a sellout, but we are offering it for lunch and for dinner this Lenten season.
1: It's a fun suggestion and a great way to get out and about and experience the city with Milwaukee Food and City Tours. Thanks to Teresa for spending time with us on What's on Tap. Uh, getting some more suggestions on WTMJ Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. I'll take them throughout the evening because... We always want to find out where a good fish fry is. I got one correction uh, from 414 that it's Benny's on South 27th Street by Stein's Garden and Gifts. I thought about that myself. Uh, So that's a suggestion. Uh, And also, Car Jack's Diner in Little Sturgeon by Door County. That'd be worth going to. Hog Alley in Delafield and Nightcap Inn in Palmyra are other suggestions. If you're uh, looking to add those to your list for... Fish Fry Friday. Also, uh, get the malt vinegar. That's my suggestion. (laughs) I like the squeeze of lemon, but I really like the malt vinegar. We'll be back to uh, break a leg next on WTMJ.
0: This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max.
1: There are many ways to enjoy live entertainment this weekend. In this segment... On What's on Tap, I'd like to wish a big break a leg to several shows. And you know the tradition in theater, right? The best way to say good luck to a performer before they take the stage or to any of the crew supporting the show is to say break a leg instead of good luck. So I say break a leg to several performances. Like break a leg to Ben Tyni and Ellen Winters in concert at Lake Country Playhouse. You know Ben Tyni. You've heard him sing the national anthem before the Milwaukee Bucks games and also a good luck charm for the Bucks. He's going to be performing with an award-winning vocalist named Ellen Winters Reynolds at the Lake Country Playhouse at Nice and Intimate in Heartland. And I think it kind of sounds like a good date night. Musical theater favorites of duets and pop and classical along with some power solos. And that is tomorrow night. Saturday night at 7.30 and they also have a matinee Sunday. Ben Tynai and Ellen Winters Reynolds at Lake Country Playhouse in Heartland, Wisconsin. And I'd also like to wish a big break a leg to Ann Hampton Calloway. She is the pop jazz vocalist who is singing in Fever, a Peggy Lee celebration. She's a Tony Award nominee, songwriter, and that is going to be happening it. at the Bradley Never Symphony Center and... She's I, I just love the that she's going to pay Peggy tribute to Peggy Lee because Peggy Lee really was a trailblazer for female songwriters. She was even called the female Frank Sinatra at one point. So for Ann Hampton Calloway to channel this with the full orchestra of the MSO, it's going to be cool. That is tonight, tomorrow and Sunday at the Bradley Symphony Center and break a leg to some ice skaters Disney on Ice, Find Your Hero is happening at Fiserv Forum this weekend. A magical adventure for the whole family. You can discover what it truly means to be a hero with Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and friends from around the Disney Kingdom uh, taking a journey through the timeless tales of Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero on Ice tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, and even ending with a Monday matinee at Fiserv Forum. And if you like epic musicals, I wish a big break a leg to the cast of Les Miserables. The spectacular epic musical is back in Wisconsin in Madison now at Overture Hall. And it is one of those iconic Broadway shows. And the timeless I Dreamed a Dream song. It's even been turned into a movie. This is one of those, if you haven't seen it, you should, shows. Les Miserables tonight, tomorrow and Sunday at Overture Hall in Madison And having fun with one of the best, like, guy groups of harmonies ever. It is Jersey Boys. Wishing to break a leg to the cast and crew of Jersey Boys now through February 25th at the Fireside Theater in Fort Atkinson and this is one of those shows, If for anybody who says, oh, I don't like musicals oh, you haven't seen this one. This is Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry My Eyes Adored You, telling the story of the Four Seasons as they You're rose to fame Ah, oh, this is a good one right there Frankie Valli and all the other band members of the Four Seasons who you don't necessarily know by name are just as big a characters. It's a really fun musical and it won a Tony Award for Best Musical. So if you're interested in seeing Jersey Boys, that is now through February 25th at the Fireside Theater in Fort Atkinson. And also wishing a big break a leg to Guys on Ice. This is a fun, totally Wisconsin musical that is at the the, the Milwaukee Rep. And it's the 25th anniversary since this show premiered there. And it's kind of what it sounds like. Guys on Ice, two fellas, old pals Marvin and Lloyd, Hanging out on the ice, fishing, telling jokes, uh, a couple, two, three beers in the bucket, as they say, and talking Packers. And it's uh, just a warm and fun show. And some of the songs that you can sing along to, Ode to a Snowmobile Suit. Sounds good, doesn't it? You can see Guys on Ice now through March 17th at the Milwaukee Repertory Theater's Stackner Cabaret, wishing a big break a leg. To all of those performances. And uh, going back to the Friday Night Fish Fry, we are still getting suggestions on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. Uh the Hog Alley in Delafield and Nightcap Inn at Palmyra. In Pewaukee, Park Avenue Pizza Company. Evan, another pizza place that is getting great comments for their great fish fry. That's Mary Lynn of Pewaukee suggests Park Avenue Pizza Company. I just I find that entertaining because we got Michelangelo's pizza suggested in Franklin before that and also suggested from nine two o fish fry Marytown tap in Marytown near New Holstein and I hope I'm saying that right because I haven't been to Marytown. I hate that when somebody mispronounces I grew up in Louisville, so when people call it Louisville, we know you're not from there so Marytown near no New Holstein. Fish Fry at the Marytown Tap. And if you have more suggestions, the WTMJ Talk and text line is open 855-616-1620. Wyatt Barmore-Pooley has uh, joined the studio. Wyatt, have you indulged in a fish fry?
4: Yeah, it's one of the things I still haven't checked <gasps> off on the list. However, I am captivated by Guys on guys on Ice. I, I think you should go. I think I would really, because I really like Letterkenny, the, the television series, which is like, it's very similar without music. Honestly, in terms of it's like, there's several episodes where it is just two guys in an, in an ice shack fishing. And so, honestly, one of the, the only things that could make it more entertaining is if you had music
1: a, to it. I'm seeing the male bonding, and it is very Wisconsin. So I think you should go to a Friday night fish fry and, and then, then the go show? see guys yeah. on ice, and you will be totally scony.
4: Well, unfortunately, my Friday night plans tonight are radio, radio, and more radio. Well, but that's other tonight. than that... I will. uh...
1: Seven Friday nights in the Lenten season for you to do your Friday night fish fry. I'll, oh, right.
4: I'll, if I do it, I'll report back on this very program. And we have the WTMJ talk and text line that he
2: can find uh, places to go to. Yeah, exactly. We have you a bunch can, of them coming in. That's
4: I, true. I will 100% ask. Uh, I'm not from here. I know I won't know, go to the right place. I will absolutely turn to our listeners I for the say, best You know, know our
1: WTMJ fans are going to set you absolutely. up. Absolutely. Next, find out about an artful way to celebrate the 100th birthday of a Milwaukee woman who left an influential legacy Next on What's On Tap,
0: What's On Tap with Sammy Max is back on WTMJ. This monumental moment in Black history is sponsored by Tayback Law, Educator's Credit Union, Freighted, and the Medical College of Wisconsin, and American Family Insurance.
2: St. Mark African Methodist Episcopal, the first black church in Wisconsin, built in 1888. And while the church is still in existence on Milwaukee's north side, the historical landmark for the church can be found near its original location on Kilbourne and 4th Street outside the Hyatt in downtown Milwaukee. St. Mark played an important role in Wisconsin state black history, with many of its members playing a part in the Wisconsin Supreme Court, defying the federal government and declaring the Fugitive Slave Act unconstitutional. Plus, in 1865, one of the founders Founding members of St. Mark, Ezekiel Gillespie, sued the state of Wisconsin for African-Americans to have the right to vote. St. Mark AME became the center of religious, civic, and cultural affairs for Wisconsin's black community.
0: This monumental moment in black history is sponsored by Tayback Law, Educators Credit Union, Frederick and the Medical College of Wisconsin, and American Family Insurance.
1: And continuing to celebrate Black History Month is a big celebration on Sunday. To honor civil rights leader Vel Phillips. And you see Vel Phillips Avenue right there, part of 4th Street. And she really made an impact. And I'll share with you, I'll refresh your memory if you're not familiar. And uh, you'll be impressed if you've always wondered who is Vel R. Phillips. You're going to be impressed. And it is Sunday that would have been Vel Phillips' 100th birthday. And the Milwaukee Art Museum is celebrating all day Sunday from 10 to 5 free admission and some other fun events but but first let me share with you the impressive accomplishments of Vel Phillips she passed away in 2018 at the age of 94 and it was just a few months after she passed away that that part of 4th Street is now Vel R Phillips Avenue but it's a it's an impressive list of firsts that she accomplished she was the first woman to serve on the Milwaukee Common Council she was the first woman to serve as judge in Milwaukee County. She was also the first black woman to graduate from the University of Wisconsin Law School. She was also the first African-American elected to a statewide office. She was the secretary of state for Wisconsin. And one of the sweet things about Vel R. Phillips Avenue that runs from St. Paul to Capitol Drive, this she knew that this was being planned, and she wanted this street name for her, because she went to school, went to church, and was even married on 4th Street. So it was a very meaningful street to her, because it was also part of her district when she served as an alderwoman, woman. And it's also, as you know, very close to Dr. Martin Luther King Drive. So that was someone that she had a relationship with, a, a friendship with, and in arms in the fight for, for civil rights. And, man, she was tenacious. She repeatedly introduced bills to outlaw housing discrimination. And it's one of those things where it it wasn't easy. She did this repeatedly and wasn't voted down. And she just kept at it. She wasn't taking no for an answer and was part of marches. So that makes sense that she would have a street named after her. But look into Val Phillips to be even more impressed. And you can learn a whole lot if you go to the Milwaukee Art Museum on Sunday, because one of the things that they're doing during their free admission, uh, they're going to have music, a live DJ right there in Windover Hall, right when you walk in, DJ Lolo. But there's going to be a film screening of an hour-long PBS documentary called Vel Phillips' Dream Big Dreams. She's a woman who deserves to be remembered and will hopefully continue to inspire other people. Again, the Milwaukee Art Museum celebrate Val Phillips' 100th birthday on Sunday with free admission and uh, maybe even some birthday cake. I'm Sandy, Max. We're going to meet the new artist-in-residence at St. Kate, the Arts Hotel, next on What's on Tap.
0: Welcome back to What's on Tap on WTMJ.
1: This is a show about culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world. I am Sandy Max. And one of the coolest parts of the very artful St. Kate Hotel is that they have an artist-in-residence. And the Fister Hotel, which is a sister hotel to the St. Kate, has had an artist-in-residence for, gosh, almost 20 years now. And I just love that you can be in the lobby now of either of these hotels and see an artist Creating, Whether it's photography, painting, you name it, fashion, it's such an interesting and unique experience to be able to see creators create. And the new artist-in-residence at the St. Kate is a man named Anwar Floyd Pruitt. And Libby Collins, who does WTMJ's Wisconsin's Weekend Morning News sat down with Anwar for one of our WTMJ conversations. So you'll get to hear a full hour on Sunday at 11, but I wanted to share with you some of that conversation because I think I think you'll be Interested to hear more. Anwar Floyd Pruitt is the artist-in-residence at the St. Kate Arts Hotel, and he developed an appreciation for art at an early age. This is the anecdote he shared with WTMJ's Libby Collins. My parents have a wonderful story.
0: There is an artist here in town named Evelyn Patricia Terry, and she came to my school and gave a lecture about art. And then we got to see some of her art as well, and I convinced my parents to purchase one of her pastel drawings for their home.
5: How old were you at the time?
0: I think I was in kindergarten in her first grade
5: you're advising your parents on what to buy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I became an art advisor very young <laughs> in life. <laughs> uh,
5: what, what was it about that piece that really said something to you?
0: It was colorful. It's a pastel drawing of a rag doll with these like sort of cubic little chunks of like watermelon that are tumbling past the doll. And it was just really sort of soft and sweet.
5: Amazing. At that age, you saw that and you saw so much beauty in that piece.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm so grateful to Evelyn. She gave me my first show here in Milwaukee. So so the relationship continues
5: that
1: is uh fun to hear that <laughs> he's had this passion this this calling and anwar is uh, mostly a painter but uh you know like so many creators does all sorts of artwork so also does sculpture uh but he has done murals and he shared a story about how emotions were raw especially in 2020, during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement. And the story that Anwar shared with Libby Collins about what happened in Madison while painting a commissioned Black Lives Matter mural um, is an unfortunate circumstance, but certainly is a reality.
0: My parents have a wonderful story. There is an artist here in town named Evelyn Petro.
5: You were creating a mural and you were attacked. What happened?
0: It's a summer day. It's on State Street. This was a commissioned mural. You
5: Uh, were doing graffiti or anything. Right.
0: And so people would stop and they wanted to talk. There was a person who was drunk in the middle of the day on State Street. I was holding a large stencil that said Black Lives Matter. Right. And so I was about to start stenciling that. And he lunged at me. I was standing inside of a bus stop. So the wind wasn't blowing my stencil away. So I found myself sort of cornered in this bus stop. And I didn't realize that this person was antagonistic when they first came up to me and wanted to know, hey, what are you doing? I'm painting a Black Lives Matter mural. And he wasn't really there for a conversation. He was drunk. He was angry. He wanted to know why his life didn't matter. It's a white gentleman in his 50s, probably getting drunk in the middle of the day. And he attacked me
5: physically. Physically, Yes.
0: He assaulted me and I ended up fracturing my hand when defending myself.
1: And that's awful for an artist. You can hear more of that conversation uh, Sunday morning at 11. I have another more lighthearted clip, but that that part of his story, it just it super bums me out because art can be a gateway to create conversation about difficult subjects. But hey, you know, art can also be very emotional. And obviously, uh, this person had an emotional reaction. Um, so it'll be interesting to find out what Anwar learn from that experience and what he took forward from that altercation. So we'll hear that on WTMJ Conversations uh, Sunday at 11. And you'll also hear uh, that some of his encounters certainly weren't uh, so intense. Uh, he wasn't always a professional artist either. Uh, he had a job working in promotions during New York's New York's Fashion Week And he had a celebrity encounter.
0: I was the Chivas Regal brand ambassador for New York City, and that was quite a job. I got to travel all over the city in different boroughs, spending thousands of dollars every night.
5: You must have run into some interesting people.
0: Oh, my goodness. I have so many stories. One time when I was working for a marketing company and the client was Miller Brewing, I was delivering cases of Peroni Italian beer during Fashion Week. I couldn't find parking anywhere. And so I said, well, i will only be a couple minutes, right? I get out of my van. I load up the dolly. I wheel it into maybe it was like Dolce & Gabbana or someplace that Peroni was supporting for Fashion Week. And when I came back, there was a man standing in front of my van and he looked a little perturbed. I said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm leaving. But it wasn't his car that I parked in, he was the driver. And then I look in the back seat And it is Adam Sandler.
5: Wait, you took Adam Sandler's parking space?
0: (laughs) I parked him in. And when I looked at him, my eyes got so big. Like, you're Adam Sandler. And his eyes looked at me like, you're wasting my time.
1: (laughs) It was not a reenactment of the movie Anger Management. So those are just some of the stories that Anwar Floyd Pruitt has shared with WTMJ's Libby Collins. And you can hear all of that conversation Sunday morning at 11 right here on WTMJ. And we're right in the middle of Black History Month. And one Milwaukee man, Milwaukee-born man, with a Grammy-nominated number one R&B song is next on What's on Tap on WTMJ.
0: And now, feast your ears. This is the song you need to hear. Most blogs
1: are going to be playing at 10. These go to 11. I'm Sandy Max, and Black History Month has given me a chance to kind of flip through some of our musical artists who have come from Milwaukee. And Milwaukee-born singer-songwriter-producer Tank had a number one song for six weeks on the Billboard Adult R&B charts, and this song got a 2008 Grammy nomination for Best Male R&B Vocal Performance. The song you need to hear tonight from Milwaukee, it's Tank, and Please Don't Go. Please
2: don't go, please don't go, please don't go, please don't go. Oh She found all the numbers I had in my car. Oh she called all the ones I had in marked with a side. Oh I'm racing over to pleading my. could I've been thinking of Oh, I should have loved you right when I had the chance Yeah, yeah, now you out there looking for better Never thought of losing you Now my heart is beating fast. I'm trying to figure out in my mind What to do, find the words to say Remember when you said that you would never leave me I'm steady knocking on the door, but you don't hear me I can't let this happen right now Please don't take your love, girl, I know I'm a star
1: music by Tank on What's On Tap Tonight, Grammy nominee, born in Milwaukee, grew up in Baltimore and has continued with his music career. He actually was a backup singer in the 90s for Genuine and Aaliyah and then has become a singer-songwriter and producer, uh, at least nine albums, and has gotten into acting and is in at least one lifetime movie. So he's pretty unstoppable. Uh, in about 2021, he was in the news because you got to think as a singer, as a producer, you need your hearing, right? Well, he was starting to lose his hearing. He was suddenly going deaf in his right ear and also losing hearing in his left ear. And he'd explained that he was taking a medicine that was supposed to help with the ear, but it was having other side effects, and he was getting depressed because of that hearing loss, but uh, was able to persist and even produced another album after having some of that hearing issues so tank continuing to persist and be part of the entertainment world i'm sandy max you can always catch up on the what's on tap podcast on wtmj.com and wherever you get your podcast if you want to catch up on some of the fun conversations that we've had this past week with dr alex g uh, also talking fish fry you can catch up on those good suggestions and you can uh, join me tomorrow at one o'clock for What's on Tap. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining me. I'm Sandy Max. The news is next on WTMJ.